Çok güzel, çok güzel. Peace guys. sound a little weird because i got a new thing but it is what it is we're gonna gonna take some get time getting used to but we'll see what happens but i hope everybody's doing well of course the mma landscape is pretty bleak right now because they took a week off and in order to keep up with the regional scene you need to have fight pass which i don't bellator didn't have an event this weekend ufc didn't have an event this weekend of course pfl's coming back a little later course they're dealing with that scandal of everybody testing positive but other than that let's get straight into it so over the weekend israel was at the airport and he ran into alex Perez. like these guys can't get away from each other bro it's hilarious to me like it's like that person you want to not see anymore but for whatever reason you can't get rid of them it's like that with them it's hilarious but like again israel's so petty that he goes i own like they were cool and cordial when they we're together, but as soon as he left, he what he write? Let me go find it before I start saying false things. I said, let me go find it before I start saying false narratives. Hold on. My bad if you hear my little chat in me. Look, it says right here, Israel Adesanya and Alex Pereira have friendly interaction after running into each other at the airport. And it goes on to say, the pair of strikers have fought each other four times, twice under the glory kickboxing banner and twice under the UFC. The most recent installment of the last style bender versus Botan, the former got on the board for the first time. The aftermath saw the two champs compete in a memorable celebration which included a ton-directed and one of the Brazilian sons, the two-time champ, not the two champs, I'm sorry. But despite that moment and the back and forth that has followed on social media, the pair's relationship appears to be nothing but cordial. Now, I just think they're being adults and being friendly to each other. But Israel said something like, he goes, I own this game or something. Like, why are you going to be cool? And then when he's leaving, you take a picture of him leaving and saying you own the game. I don't get that. I'm just saying I don't get it. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying I don't get it. Explaining the situation. Like the video game goes, my life is a video game, and I guess that's when Israel first saw him. And then Alex put, guess who I met at the airport? Dude, did I make that part? I know I didn't make that up in my head, but nobody else seems to have written about it. So, okay, anyway, let's move on. So, right now it's a mess because the UFC wants Israel to fight in September, but yet they they booked Robert Whitaker and Rickis Duplices, they booked them for the July card. So we'll see what happens, man, because if these guys beat the brakes off of each other, there's no way two months will give them enough time to prepare for somebody like Israel. Unless it's like what Chell says, that they want them, they want to book Hamza versus him. But then that doesn't make sense, because if Israel's going to fight in September, and then you're going to Abu Dhabi, and of course Abu Dhabi wants all, the, all their fighters to fight on that card. For the most part, all the Muslim fighters 
from that region and fighters from that region, they fight on that card because uh, the United Emirates pays a lot of money to have that event there. I mean, look, it was Saudi Arabia. They they got Night of Champions and that looked like a WrestleMania production, man. Like no lie, they, it felt like a big deal. So these October cards are always a big deal in Abu Dhabi, you know. Now let's move on to Connor. Like first of all. Tonight is the debut of the Ultimate Fighter, so you know everybody's gonna be tuning in. If if you don't watch it live, you can always watch it on ESPN Plus. I'm gonna watch it on ESPN Plus to see if they left the swearing in. Like that's a big deal to me, bro. You guys would assume like, why is that such a big deal? Because it adds, it adds. Like especially when they get into arguments and they start saying like the f word and stuff like that. It's cool not to hear the beep. You know, that's why I don't censor any of my stuff. It depends on the platform, right? Because once my YouTube videos start blowing up, I probably have to censor it so that it doesn't get demonetized. But here I don't, so here it's cool. But yeah, Conor McGregor versus Chandler, that starts today. I'm pretty sure it's going to wrap up at some point in August. Apparently, Conor has re-entered the testing pool. But I want to talk about something that I recently found out about. As I watch more videos about him, it seems very evident that this is what's going on. Connor is partying way too much. Like, I understand that him and Chandler won't fight until maybe December at the earliest, latest January, February of next year. But if you're out here partying, and I'm not going to accuse him of doing coke and staying up for days because I don't know, but you can see that he's drinking and not training. If you're out here partying while Michael Chandler is in the gym fucking preparing for war, who do you think is going to win that fight? Not Connor, I'll tell you that much. You know, he won't win that fight because people say, oh, Chandler's overhyped. No, he's not. What Chandler does is he's not very good at executing a smart game plan. Like, Chandler can be undefeated in the UFC if he uses wrestling more than get into firefights like he likes to get into. I honestly believe that Chandler would be undefeated in the UFC. Um, and if he would have got away from Charles Oliveira, you know, but it is what it is. But Connor doing this, Connor won't beat Chandler. I'll tell you that much. If Chandler uses his wrestling in this fight and breaks Connor down in the early rounds and then tries to knock him out between the third and the fourth, that'd be the perfect game plan because Connor's the most dangerous in the first two rounds. If he can get past that, it should be easy coasting for Chandler. I truly believe that. Another thing is, um, what if he's underestimating Chandler? And thinks he's going to smoke him in a round. That's not going to happen. I'll tell you that much. But Chandler has to be careful of is not to peak too early. Like, they're in, if they, let's say they're going to fight in October. They should start training camp early, late September, early October. So they don't peak too early. Because if you train too much, you could peak early. And then your body goes like, dude, enough, bro, please. Enough. I can't take this anymore. But we shall see, man. And I wrote a note that I'm going to reach out to the UFC about UFC 300. I'm going to do that as soon as I get off of this. But let, let, let's go into the world words between Matt Brown and Conor McGregor. Ready? It's, it's not hilarious. It's kind of sad. I didn't find it funny at all. So Matt Brown was, t I guess he was telling MMA fighting. In his prime, I would pick him to beat Michael Chandler. He's talking about Conor McGregor. I'm not sure Conor is actually in his prime anymore. I think he's going to want to be out there. He wants his name in the news. He's an addict. He's addicted to that. People loving him, the ego, and I think he likes getting in there and fighting. But whether he wins or loses, I don't see him top five ever again, personally. And then it goes on to say that Matt said this. He was amazing. I give him props for all he did, but at this point, he's a bum. Everything you see, it's him drinking and getting coked up, allegedly with the coke. He's juiced out of his mind, allegedly. That's 
fucking bum life to me. All that m money does not make you a bum. You're still a bum to me, bro. When you step in the cage, you're still a bum to me. And Connor answered, but I don't know if he deleted the tweet because everybody took it down. Connor called him a heroin addict. Yeah, Connor called him a heroin addict, so we see. But yeah, I think it's hilarious how these fighters, <laughs> bro, because who cares that he said that about you? Like, go prove him wrong. Like, why you guys gotta go on there and start acting like children, to be honest with you? Like, tell me why. Why is that cool? That's not cool. In other news, Bellator has announced the final opening matchup. AJ McKee versus Patrick Ferrari, July 2nd in Japan. It's going to be a rising card. And Haraguchi will fight for the new Bellator flyweight belt. This is a way better weight class for him because he's really small for Bantamweight. Even though he was about to beat Sergio Pettis. Haraguchi will fight Makoto Takahashi for the inaugural flyweight belt. This is going to be taking place in Japan on July 2nd so in the morning for all of us. It's going to be recorded and replayed on Showtime. I cannot wait for that fight, bro. I think AJ is going to win, and then he's going to fight Shabli, and then him and Usman will fight in the final. But we shall see, man. We shall see. Andre Arlovsky comes back this weekend. Oh, wait. Both of them do. Jim Miller and Andre will fight this weekend. Look, Jim Miller's fight, Jared Gordon at UFC ESPN 45. It will be his 45th appearance. Andre's will be his 39th. Both these guys need to retire, though. Uh, this guy's an idiot. He put not a single bell inside. Andre was champion for years. Andre was champion for years. So get out of here, bro. Don't come at me with that. Now you're going to say, well, how long ago was that? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Andre was champion for years, okay? So don't come at me with that. He's not champion material. He was champion. All right? So don't come at me with that. Look, look what Pantoja said. Let's listen to what Pantoja said. I'm going to smash Brandon Moreno. I like when Khabib said that to Conor McGregor. I'm going to smash your boy. That's what's going to happen on July 8th. I come for complete dominance. What did what did Brandon do to you, bro? I mean, I know you beat him already, but what did Brandon... This is not the same Brandon. This is a Brandon that's 50 times better than the dude you beat twice already. I'll tell you that much. I'll tell you that much. Like, what did Brandon do to you? Is it the, this whole Henry Cejudo thing? Because that thing... That's hilarious to me, bro. It really is. It's hilarious because why why are you letting that get into your head? Don't let Henry's beef with this guy get into your head. He's done nothing to you as I can tell as of recently. But who am I to say anything? But so we'll see what happens, man. It's a big month for Mexico because, of course, next week, Eden Aldana will face Amanda Nunes. More importantly, I'm going to Event Sunfold. But that's Friday. And then Saturday, I will watch the fights in Los Angeles. Uh, this is something I wanted to talk about. So Don Davis, he I guess he is the owner, the president. He's the founder. So Don Davis, so I'm guessing Don Davis is like what the Fertitta brothers were. And Peter Murray is what Dana is. Or Ray Seppo is what Dana is. So you guys remember when I was talking, when I was saying that Dana was, he wasn't talking smack. What he was doing was um just saying he didn't know much about the deal and he, it didn't make any sense to him. So, this is Don Davis's response to that. Netflix is not even on a radar screen in terms of competition. Blockbuster CEO, 2008. Now, I don't know if you guys saw the Blockbuster movie that came out on Netflix a couple years ago, but I didn't know this. Blockbuster had a chance to buy Netflix when they were still like the giant of movie rentals and stuff like that, but they didn't 
they like Netflix was so new because at first, if you guys remember, Netflix started as like getting movies mailed to you in the mail. That's how Netflix started, and then it just became. I think it became the first streaming giant because I think it's the biggest streaming service in the world right now. Let me check. That's not the. Well, I asked how it started. I was right. You would get them in the mail. That's not what I wanted to ask. This comes from Forbes.com. Not surprising, Netflix, along with Prime Video, are the most used paid streaming services in the U.S. With the popularity of shows like Stranger Things ushering Netflix into more homes in the fourth quarter of 2022. Really? Amazon? Dude, Amazon is the most U.S. streaming service in the U.S. What shows do they have? I know they have some shows, but is it because of the boys? I know this is an MMA show, but this is satisfying to me. Is it because of the boys? Amazon took over? How old is this article? It's not that old. This came out December 2nd, 2022. It goes for the first time in four years. The domestic streaming market has a new king. Amazon Prime Video overtook Netflix as the most subscribed streaming service in the United States, according to new data released by market research firm Parks Associated on Friday. In a statement, the talk executive with Parks Associated suggests recent turbulence that's on Netflix shed subscribers over the course of two consecutive financial quarters. This year likely contributed to Amazon Prime Video rise among subscription services. Streaming services that introduce new content services and partnerships that are changing how consumers interact with video. But see, it says Netflix lost around 1.2 million more subscribers than what it gained in the first two financial quarters this year. To make sure rising subscription prices at Netflix and an increase in domestic competition were as factors well that's true like because they keep raising the prices and then that's why netflix recently introduced an ad support tier yeah but netflix first it was that mailing dvd system and then they did the streaming but then that's when netflix became a streaming giant but then like it, it'll get it, it's funny because i have no idea why i started talking about this but it'll get um oh because of this so he puts Netflix is not even on our radar screen in terms of competition block. So Blockbuster had a chance to buy Netflix. They never, they just never did. And then these comments are hilarious. Honestly, PFL and Battle Fighters, like, I think I already read this. And then a guy goes, when the ADI compares to Netflix and Blockbuster offered different services, one of which was more profitable for modern society. PFL is quite literally just an inferior version of the same product, the UFC. Whether you want to dislike the business Dana does or not. Um, and then some other guy put name three PFL fighters. Okay, ready? Ober Mircier, Larissa Pacheco, and Andre Dilgia, and Bruno Capiloza. There's four for you. But I don't know, man. PFL's pretty good. And Andre and that Longhang guy. I was going to call him Andre Longhang, but that's not his name. And Bubba Jenkins. I like PFL a lot. Like, I like Bellator and PFL a lot because it's easy to like the UFC, but... You can like these other guys too, man. It's not that big of a deal. Unless you make it a, a big deal, which is not a big deal. Trust. Trust, it's not. But that's a funny quote. That's a funny quote. I'll tell you that. That's a funny quote. It really is. But let's find something else to talk about. How are we doing on time? Let's check. Mm, we're doing good. Give it a few minutes. I want to talk about this Bellator Grand Prix. Here's what I would do, guys. So, if Pitbull and AJ are going to fight in July, the 30th of July, that's practically August. I thought they were fighting July 2nd, but it's only because it's called Bellator Cross Ryzen 2, which also translates to Bellator versus Ryzen 2. Even though that makes no sense, 
because AJ McKee and Patricky Pitbull, they're part of Bellator. So how do you have the card named that? Oh my God, stop doing stuff like that. So here's what I would do. So that this fight happens, whoever wins, wins. And then around October, November, I would have the semifinals. Both of those fights take place. Well, depending on how hurt the winner is, you can even have them fight in September. So it depends on how this fight ends that you can have a scenario like let's say one of them wins really fast you could have them fight in september again the same fight night as the other fight and then they can even end it in december but the problem is that bellator so limited with their events that they can never have like a tournament end in, in on in the same calendar year like if they had events like the ufc i'm pretty sure they could but since they have very limited number of events that's why it's kind of hard for them to end it on the same year that's why like a lot of times a, a tournament will start one year and it won't end until the following year. Like most recently the Bantamweights, it ended early this year in April. Dude, that's contender for knockout of the year right there. And of course, hardly anybody saw it because people mostly watch only UFC. Like that's what may upset me with these award shows at the end of the year. That's why I stopped doing mine because people like for the most part it's the ufc awards it's not even mma awards because i don't know how you would give kamar usman knockout of the year over sergio pettis in 2021 that was the year i did it again a contender for fight of the year's breath premise versus bonanui that fight was insane people won't give it the credit it deserves because it wasn't in the ufc you catch my drift like i want to know why it has to be in the ufc for it to be considered good like how are you gonna tell me sergio's knockout wasn't better than than have these other people one he was down 4-0 in that fight he threw a kick and he spun around and he caught the dude while the dude was trying to evade the kick how do you not give that knockout of the year tell me just because it wasn't in the ufc that 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 argument to me is literal garbage bro literal garbage but now i'm excited for this brandon moreno fight I'm going to smash Brandon Moreno. I like when Khabib said that to Conor McGregor. I'm going to smash your boy. That's what's going to happen on July 8th. I come for complete domination. That's Henry getting into this dude's head. But we shall see. That's all I got for you guys. Make sure you follow me. Punch the mouth official on Instagram. Official underscore P-A-T-M on Twitter. Peace, guys. Later.